The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You're listening to The Art of Impeccable Soul Care, bridging ancient wisdom and modern teachings to raise your vibration and elevate your life. I'm your host, Terry Williams. Let's rise to new heights together on mindbodyspirit.fm. Hey, it's me, Terry. Welcome to another day on planet Earth. Y'all know this, or maybe you don't know. This is my favorite month. I love the month of October. I know I'm not supposed to date these podcasts, but I am a fire sign. This is the month of October. We just had the Aries moon. And one of my very favorite things in life is candles. And fortunately for me, I have a very dear friend who happens to be one of the um, one of the best candle makers in the world, right? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I offer you Jackie Smith of Coventry Creations and uh, author of several books, which we will talk about momentarily. But first and foremost, I want to talk about candles and happy 30th birthday. Thank you. I mean, I'm glad it's not my 30th birthday because uh, I'm having way more fun that I'm older, but it's Coventry's 30th birthday. And yeah, I can't believe Coventry's been around for 30 years, 30 years um, that I started uh, our, my journey into making magical candles. It's been great. Um, it's well, great is relative, but I can't believe, you know, I, I love that um, we've been around so long and, that we started the intentional candle industry 30 years ago. We were the first people out on the national market selling candles that were already blessed full of herbs and colors and scents for a purpose with a, with a blessing right on it. Back in the day, there, there was no such thing. There were seven day candles with some silk screened different purposes on it, but you still had to dress them yourself. There were some scented candles out there. There was no such thing as aromatherapy candles 30 years ago. No, I think that, The first experience I ever had with an aroma candle was through Party Light or whatever. I don't even know what it was called back in the day, Mm -hmm. but I know that they were very expensive and there was no intentionality to it except for the intention that I gave it, right? Right. Right. And I've been lighting candles every single day for as long as I could remember and am so thankful that y'all are in my own backyard. That I don't have to 
you know, order on the internet. And I, when I was first introduced to Coventry, it was finally like, ah, finally, somebody gets it. I love having you in my neighborhood too, because we get to, you know, hang out, take walks, um, spend time together. So that's a gift for me. Um, So thank you for being around. And um, you've been such an inspiration for us too, an encouragement when, when, you know, when you have your own business, when you're an entrepreneur or solopreneur, it's not a, a straight line. It's a very roller coastery kind of ride. And, and it's been a 30 year roller coaster and I, I really wouldn't change it. Everything that I've been through and learned has made me who I am today. It's, you know, I really feel that. Um, so what we do in making candles and, and having a very spiritual journey is really who we are. We're very authentically spiritual seekers, um, teachers, um, entrepreneurs. Um, I'm, I'm a self-declared witch, gone through my own process, my partner, business partner and sister, Patty Shaw, she's a healer. Um, So this is our journey. So when I know that this is what I'm supposed to be doing, I know that when we focus our energy and put it into the products that we have, this is bringing forth the, the energy that our customers need. When we were at the bottom of that roller coaster and it really was sitting in the suck of the bottom of the roller coaster, I knew we needed to be there. Because if we didn't experience that bottom of the roller coaster or the real deep, icky parts of life, we wouldn't be able to connect with what our customers really need. So we could make what what they needed to get to resolve the problem. Because if we're always up here and having the good life, how could we ever connect with people who have problems that they really need to solve? Yeah, I think that that's one of the many things that I adore about both you and Patty is that you are authentic. And um, when things get shitty, you talk about it. And one of the other things that I love is that you are so positive. Even amongst the muck, you have a very positive attitude. And therein lies part of your magic, right? I honor when when you're in the muck, when you're in the the really painful part, um, when all the pain has been passed to you and you're feeling all of it, you don't have to be Pollyanna. No. When you hurt, acknowledge the hurt and also acknowledge that you don't stop. Like I'm tired, but I never quit. I'm tired and I never quit. And why am I tired? Yeah. Let me figure this out, right? Why am I tired and what can I do about it? Yep. What's my answer? And then and then get into gratitude. I think one of the most magical things you can do is get into a place of gratitude. Yeah. If there's one piece of magic anybody does is find one tiny little thing to be grateful for mm-hmm. that's outside of you. It might yeah. be the the little tiny flower growing in the crack of the sidewalk. It might be the fact that um, you're breathing right now or there's oxygen in the air or, you know, whatever that you woke up today. But I find that if I find a gratitude that's outside of me, it makes it even easier. It makes magic even more powerful. Mm, I hear that. And I feel that 100%. I I remember having a conversation with somebody that felt like she had absolutely nothing in her life. And I said, well, volunteer. Mm. She looked at me, she goes, what? I said, volunteer. And volunteer for somebody that's homeless so that you can see your sense of gratitude. Yes. Right? And that is totally outside of yourself. It's it's putting yourself out of the equation and -hmm. just allowing that deeper connection to life to really fall into place. And I I love that you said that because that's 
what gratitude for something besides yourself can really do for you. That's really beautiful. Yeah. And and that has gotten me out of some of my worst stuff. One of the things I like about tools like candles, which I like a lot, hopefully you will too. But one of the things I like about tools is that they work when you can't. So when you're in a, in the bottom of the roller coaster and, and sitting in the sock is that the tools will work for you and they'll help elevate you. Sandalwood or um, Palo Santo or um, a happiness candle will help bring you up out when you just can't find your way. Hopefully it will. And sometimes you get to do it again and again and again and again, you know, by any means possible really is sometimes when I'm in that space that just hurts so much. I've been there. We've been there. So many of us have been there where just, I just don't want to get out of bed. And so you do it again and again and again. It's not one and done. Magic is not one and done. Intentionally manifesting is not one and done. And it takes multiple times. That's why I love candles is because you relight it every day. You know, Mm -hmm. um, even, you know, votives, I, if I use a votive, I use a votive today and then tomorrow and the next day. So I'll keep repeating it every day. It's not one and done. It's, this is why I like candles is because you see your magic in action. You see it burn down, you see heaven and earth coming together and you, you can, it's one of the few magics, a few manifesting tools that you have where you can see it in action. And so Mm -hmm. you can see the alchemical process of things coming together and you see all the elements working together. I have three candles that of yours that I votives that I work with continuously, and it is the sweet grass, the white sage, and the ancestors. And Good. I light them either one or all three of them every day. I purchase them by the case. I'm getting low, so you all be hearing from me again soon. But <laughs> yes, because I can look at that and not just connect with the intention or the spell, the affirmation that you have attached to them, but sit with them and create my own and Mm -hmm. connect with that sweetness of life. I mean, the last two and a half years, it's been a challenge for all of us, for so many of us. And having that place of candles, of being able to connect in, like you said, with the elements, they're all elemental. And particularly those three have been grounding forces in my life and at times have offered that moment of, okay, I can get up today. I'm going to go light my candles. Yeah. And I think that the flame, this is why candles that are lit are very important is because that flame is that um, representation of soul, of spirit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's timeless. Think about how long flame has been. It's timeless. It's since lightning struck wood. Yeah. And so, um, and and it was godlike, you know, that that, think about before that you, we could make the, the first beings on the, on earth that didn't know how to make fire. And, Mm -hmm. and so fire was so precious. Um, so it was very godlike. So that lick of flame is, is divine. Yeah. And, And it is, it's a primal response is that, you are closer to the divine when you have a flame around you. Yeah. And I, of course, think that particularly like with an ancestor candle, that smoke carries up 
into the ethers, to the cosmos, connects with our cosmic council, and Mm -hmm. maybe whatever I'm not saying properly is being carried away within the wind of that smoke. Yeah, it's really beautiful. Um, So you said something, lighting the wick. What do you say to people that just keep their candles and never light them? I'll make more. Yeah, light the candle. Light the candle. Light the candle. Um, What are you saving it for? I grew up with um, part of my life. I grew up with a living room that you didn't go in. It was the special living room. There's the family room and the living room. And Mm -hmm. um, you didn't sit on the living room furniture. I always ask my mom, why don't we sit in the living room? Well, that's for company. And, and so I didn't like that. And so I, I didn't want to live that life. I don't want to have company furniture, special furniture, and then that's saved for good. I don't want to save things for good. I will have, I will keep some, you know, I've got a few candles. I might have a few candles. So I'll, I'll have, I have my candle toolkit. I have my magical toolkit. And so I'll have, I'll hang on to a few, a few things for when I need them, but I I don't have the precious thing that I hang on to for, for just the right moment. So yeah, sure. You have your toolkit. So you use it when you, when it's the right time, but you don't have to save things for good or for the precious moment. If you're, if you're saving it for a certain need, sure. Okay, great. Like, like if, if you have like, I'm going to save the prosperity candle for when I'm going to need the prosperity candle or the love candle or whatever. But other than that, use it when you got it. Yeah, I figure to me, special candles are birthday candles. I put them back in the drawer till the next year. Everything else, everything else is special and good. And that is what our life is. So why not? Celebrate it, right? And imagine this. Okay, so you have your birthday candles in the drawer that you save it for. What if you're having a particularly rough time of it? You feel your luck is gone or um, things are just not turning out okay for you. What if you pulled that birthday candle out of the drawer and you did a special ceremony just for you and you used Mm. that birthday candle? How would that feel? Mm, That's beautiful. Right? I offer a service called shamanic rebirthing and I always tell people bring a candle because we're going to sing happy birthday. I love that anytime you're in a funk, you can rebirth the moment and get that candle. That's beautiful. That's see, that's what impeccable soul care is, right? That's what taking care of your soul self is and being willing to learn new practices and new tools like this. That's amazing. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Yeah, thank you for that. Um, I think this is a good time to take a break, and then we're going to pop back in. And when we come back, I really want to talk about the new book. Yay! And Aunt Jackie. Yay! Okay. That's me. Okay, so here we are back on planet earth. At least we think it's planet earth. We're not really a hundred percent sure. I'm not a hundred percent sure anyway. And, um, we're going to continue the conversation with Jackie Smith, AKA and Jackie. That's me and Jackie and Jackie. Um, okay. So the book, I'm going to show it myself here. Eventually this video will be up somewhere. I'm not sure where, but, uh, so listeners we're talking about the big book of candle Ma- the big book of candle magic uh by Jackie Smith founder of Coventry Creations and 
If you are looking to bring magic into your life, if you have been using magic, a witch, a shaman, a pagan, wherever you are, I don't care if you're a Catholic priest, there will be something within this book that lights you up. No pun intended. I love that. I'm going to ta- I'm going to write that down. You take it, girl. You take it. Take it all. <laughs> really. I love this book. And but before we dive in, I I would love for you to share where the Aunt Jackie piece came from. I love the tidbits of Aunt Jackie in each chapter, each section. It's amazing. The Aunt Jackie started in in writing um with Coventry Magic, my first book. But before that, that started as a joke. When I would say, take a tip from your Aunt Jackie and never eat ice cream after you brush your teeth. You know, things like that. Yeah. Um, Or don't, you know, never blah, 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 blah. Or take a tip from your Aunt Jackie and go get your lottery ticket right now. Or, you know, it was just a funny thing um, that I would say that I think I might have heard someone else say at some point, and I thought it was hilarious. And so I just decided to steal it and take it. Um, yeah. And so so when I was writing Coventry Magic, I thought it was hilarious when I would say, here's a tip from your Aunt Jackie, and, and writing the book being very humorous and, and lighthearted. Because so many of um, the magical books are, take themselves so seriously. Yes. Books on any spellcrafting or um, – it's because – there, it's so the ego is huge and, and it's very serious. Magic is very serious. And, and to me, magic is not that serious. Magic is lovely and fun and joyful. Mm-hmm. And um, it's filled with making stupid mistakes and happy accidents, mm-hmm. which is actually, you know, I talk about a lot in the big book of candle magic. And so I just wanted to bring that joy into what we're doing because it's, if you're not having fun when you're making magic, you're robbing it of a lot of energy. I don't want to say you're doing it wrong. It's just you're robbing it of a lot of energy. So if you bring joy into doing this, it, there's times when you're doing very serious magic. Absolutely. And, and, but, but if you can flip it into doing joyful magic, even, even when you're doing protection magic, if you can flip it into doing joyful magic, you're, you're adding so much more to it. Even when I have um, had moments where I'm doing a little bit of reversing magic or um, things like that, when I'm like angry and putting it back in there, I'm adding sometimes inappropriate energy or unnecessary energy. And then when, when you're filled with anger, when you're doing a spell, especially if you like you're reversing or protection, you're hooking your own energy into it. When we're angry at something we hook into it and we own it. Um, but when I can laugh at it, if someone has sent some negative energy my way and I want to reverse it or clear it out or whatever, and if I can laugh at it and go, good try, honey, you're not going to get me. Um, if I can laugh at it, we think about it. When you laugh at it, you let it go. You're not hooking mm-hmm. into it. So I, I don't curse when I'm, when I'm doing my magic, you know, the whole sending a curse to somebody or, or hussing anybody or any of that stuff. I don't because that means I'm hooking into them. I'm staying connected to them. And I really don't have time for that. I just, I don't want to spend that kind of energy on something. I would rather laugh at them, laugh yeah. at what they're trying to send me. And there's times when I've had some really ugly stuff sent at me and I'm, 
crying and upset. And, um, and I have my magical partners that I call and I'll say, I can't believe somebody did this to me and this is happening. And then they help talk me down from the, from the bad situation. And then hopefully we get to a point where we're laughing at it going, can you believe they just tried that? How unsuccessful of them? And just get to that place of, of laughing about it to realize that I'm way more powerful than this. My energy is, is great. Your energy is great. And, and they, they took a shot at it and they kind of missed a lot. Maybe they hit a little, I got, I got in the splatter zone, but you know, I'm okay. We're all okay. If we can get into that laughter place, that joyful place, that that really, that whatever negative energy is sent to us, really, it's not going to work too well, is it? Yeah. And, and like, is it really negative energy or is it their fear-based energy? And we don't want any of that either. Right. Right. Like I, I, I think of it all as you're, like you said, like, you want your own power. You want to reclaim your own power. Mm-hmm. And when you practice with these tools on a regular basis, you're standing in your power. Yeah. Right. And you can more easily recognize when something is coming at you. And yeah, maybe you, you put a sense of protection around you. But when you are practicing with these tools on a regular basis, then none of that really can tear you down. Right. And you begin to recognize that. And so that when these moments enter your life that draw you away from your joy, you can reach out to somebody or, you know, light a candle, whatever it is Mm -hmm. and reconnect to that joy. And you find that it's more momentary instead of those long spirals. Right. And I feel like the key, and I, I think you've talked about it is continuing some type of practice, you know, make it a practice. Don't stop, be consistent about it. You know, yes, try out a few things, but practice so that they are moments. And you don't have to be perfect. Consistency is not perfection. No. Consistency is as often as you can. Mm Mm-hmm. And you'll just keep getting better and better at it. I love how you said um, staying in your own power. So when you stay in a place of anger or um, you think about how much power you're leaking out of you Mm -hmm. without effectiveness, but when you're in a place of joy, how much power you're generating. Yeah. And how you feel like in the first chapter, you talk about how you feel. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, but being angry feels extremely mm-hmm. sucky. I like being in that place of joy. And now that I've brought that up, I'd like to talk about in that first chapter, you talk about things a little bit differently than I've read before. You talk about finding your why. Like, why mm-hmm. are you doing the candle magic? And mm-hmm. how do you want to feel afterwards? Yeah. So, I think it's a good idea to acknowledge how you feel. Yeah. Absolutely. Don't deny how you feel. So if you're angry, say, yep, I'm angry. Yeah. Why am I angry? And oftentimes it's not what you think it is. So when I'm angry or when anyone, I'm just going to say myself, I think I'm angry at the other person. I'm really angry at myself. Mm Mm-hmm. Or I'm angry at circumstances, but often 
I'm angry at myself, when we get down to the core reason and finding your why within that, allowing yourself to dig a little deeper is when you can get to that. And, and the, when you dig deep, it's not here, it's here or really kind of here in that primal brain. So the answers come like that nanosecond. And if you start thinking about your answer to your why, I talk about this in the book is like, and it's great to have a partner to do this with, but if you can't, um, doing um, writing, like writing it out, or um, especially if I kind of call it streams of insanity, I just like start writing, 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 writing. And then it starts to just come out because my primal brain starts to take over. Mm-hmm. And it, it just getting that, that um, letting that, that deeper self start to talk to you. But it's in that nanosecond answer and it doesn't make sense. So then you ask again, well, why is that? Yeah. And then you get that answer. Oh, that doesn't make sense either. And sometimes it's it just like, um, like, oh, why, why are you angry? Because so-and-so did something wrong and it really pissed me off. Well, why did that make you mad? Because they, they stepped into my space and my space is sacred. Well, well why is this space so sacred? Because, because you know, because I decided, you know, why did you decide it's so sacred? Because, you know, and then it because because when I was a kid, da, 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 well, what happened when you were a kid? You know, and then, and then it goes back and back and back. And then you go, oh, that's what I'm angry about. Mm-hmm. I'm angry about something back here. So when you start to do your spell or start to find out what, what you really want to do and you ask why, why is that? Why is that? And you find out this, this thing that you want to do is, is like a tangent, but it's not exactly the, the solution is way over here. And, and when you find that what you really need to do is over here and you do your work in this place, which is the core. Wow. Things change fast. Mm -hmm. Things change fast. I'm in the middle of that right now. Um, we, okay. We're all experiencing this fast changing economy. We don't know what's, is it up? Is it down? Is it left? Is it right? What's happening? Is the gas up? Is it gas down? Oh, what's happening? And I want to do prosperity magic for my business. And as I'm doing my own why for this, do I need need to light a prosperity candle? Do I need to light light a stability candle? So I'm doing my why. And I got down to it. Mm, It's not any of that. I am experiencing past fears. And and it's about relationships. How about that? Mm. Mm. It has nothing to do with money. It has everything to do with relationships Mm. and doing that. Why I'm like, Oh, this is about relationships. And so, so now I get, I'm digging into that even more. So I'm doing my magic around that. How about Mm. that for a total difference? Wow. Yeah. That's a a flip switch, uh, a switch flip. Yeah. Going from one extreme to the other. And yet it makes so much sense. Doesn't Mm it? I love how in the book you talk about your magic five categories and how you came to relate them with Maslow's. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, Aunt Jackie popping up in there. And in a second, I want you to share a bit more about the Aunt Jackie line that's coming out. But, um, you know, you talk about that and how everything relates. You know, like you used to... You had so many categories. You tried to find a category for everything. And then when you came down to it and you sat back and did your own kind of research, you realized that they 
all fell into these five categories. Yeah. Give us the Reader's Digest condensed version on the categories. So it was um, about 10 years ago, right after Coventry Magic came out, and I made cards, uh, display cards, shelf toppers for my products. And I couldn't fit everything on this tiny little card. So I said, well, did I'll condense down to five categories. Everything's people are doing spells or manifesting things around money or physical objects, car, house. They're doing spells around protection, safety, security. Folks are manifesting things around love. They're, they're doing healing work or they're doing clearing work and everything comes down to those five things. And I spent a long time and I interviewed a lot of people like, well, what about this? Oh, that's a healing thing. Well, what about this? Well, that's a clearing thing. What about psychic stuff? Well, why do you, why are you doing psychic stuff? What's stopping you from being more psychic? So it's like, oh, that's a hearing, healing or a clearing thing. And I just tested it over and over again. And so that was the five things that I put on my shelf talkers, which then became an Oracle deck. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've been using that for, for years. So I really wanted to make this a core part of the big book of candle magic. And as I'm writing it and I was like, this feels familiar. And then I went Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Mm-hmm. Holy mackerel. How 10 years I've been doing this. <laughs> I'm just now figuring it out. Um, but Maslow's hierarchy of needs says that you have to meet each need before you can move on to the next level. So the yeah. base need, the physiological need is you have to eat. You have to meet those physical needs, physiological needs. And then you have to meet your safety, security needs before you can build relationships and companionship. And then once you build relationship and companionships, then you can work on esteem, your own self-esteem, and then you can self-actualize. But you can't self-actualize until you have enough to eat. Right. Until you have enough to eat, you really can't figure out how to be safe. So so you will you will forego safety to get enough to eat. You will mm-hmm. forego relationships, a healthy relationship, if it means you're safer. And if you think right. about the choices we make in life, it totally fits in. But also all of those needs and the deficits of those needs all fit within each other. So if you have um, a safety need, a safety deficit, it it affects every one of those other needs. Yeah. So, if, so if you're manifesting something in, let's say you're man, having a, a financial issue and you're, you're manifesting, you're doing spells around financial issues, it will affect everything else. Mm-hmm. It will affect your relationships. It'll affect your safety. It'll affect the healing. It'll affect on and on and on and the clearing. So as I, I've just been doing magic for a long time, manifesting things for a long time. I'm like, that totally is how it works. So mm-hmm. if you find your deficit, so it, it's all, I, I kind of marry psychology and manifesting magic together. And I, and not many people talk about that, but they totally go hand in hand. Yeah. Well, I, I've read a lot. I am definitely not an expert in what you would call the magic field and spell casting. I've read a lot and I have not seen that until I read your book. And I'm like, oh yeah, that totally makes sense in everything. Um, and, and if we rewind one second, you think about yourself as an example, because you're so good at using yourself in his example. Um, you were talking about this changes in your business, prosperity, and what it came down to was your relationships. So somewhere in that level, yeah, you keep asking, okay, what is it? 
so I loved that. And I love that in the book, I'm not saying that it's simple by any means. It's not. It is joyful. But it's presented in a way that wherever you fall within the realm of magic, you know, whether you're a novice, whether you practice a shaman like me, priest, whatever, I think I said that before, there's something in there that you'll relate to and that you explain it in a way that it makes sense. It really does. So thank you for that. Thank you. That's a huge compliment because that's my goal is that um, I'll speak to you at wherever I meet you where you are. I just want to meet you where you are, whatever you're, whatever you're working on. And that um, you don't have to be a magical practitioner. You don't have to, you don't have to believe in magic because magic believes in you. Um, And that you can um, just whatever you're going to do, if you can find any resource in here. Awesome. In the back of the book, I have a lot of tables of contents. I'm sorry, Mm -hmm. excuse me, indexes. Mm -hmm. Only one table of contents, but I have lots of indexes. And like index of herbs, index of crystals. But I show you how to use an herb or an oil for the mag- any one of the magic fives or a crystal yeah. in any of those directions or how to, how to, you, the moon is in this sign or in this waning or this, how to, how to apply it in any one of those five ways. Because, you know, they say, okay, you have an adventuring in your hand or you have a, a most people have an amethyst, right? I have an amethyst. But and I want to do money magic, but what do I do with this? So how do I take this amethyst and think about this new perspective? We all have magical cupboards. It's called the junk drawer. It's called your spice cabinet. It's called your backyard. So how do you open up your magical cupboard, see what you already have, and turn it into a spell for yourself? Because mm-hmm. um, start start where you are. Let me meet you where you are, and then you start where you are. Yeah. And I love that you can open to the back of the book and see, okay, this is what I need. This is what I want. This is, this is what I'm going to do. And then I can come back to it if I need to, right? Mm-hmm. So thank you for that. And we're, we're getting down to the wire here. I want to talk about what's coming next. Aunt Jackie, the Aunt Jackie line. Give us a little teaser. And I then... am so excited. <laughs> it's, it's been a long time coming and I, and I can't believe I haven't done it yet, but I am bringing out um, a line up called the Aunt Jackie Ultimate. Aunt Jackie's Ultimate Candles, Aunt Jackie's Ultimate Oils, and Aunt Jackie's Ultimate Sprays. And what I'm doing is I'm taking my favorite candles, and we're retiring the Motor City Hoodoo line, and I'm taking my favorite candles from those lines, and I'm adding a few more, and we're calling it the Aunt Jackie's Ultimate. Because these are some of my favorite recipes, and they work so well, and um, we're, we're bringing them into this line, and some of the best work that I've done. And so we're just bringing them out. It's so much fun. They're very tattoo-like because I have a lot of tattoos. So it's a very tattoo style and and um, just getting to play a little bit more. Well, I'm, I'm super excited about that. Really, I'm super excited. I've always wondered to myself, like, okay, so what are her favorites, yeah. right? I've known you a long time now. And I think to myself, I'm lighting my, you know, my sweet grass. That's my gig. I you know, in my world, it's still magic. Everything's magic, but mm-hmm. I look at it a little differently. And yet I think to myself when I like that, I wonder what their favorites are. Do they, what are they light on a daily basis? It's hard to say any of them are my favorites. It's like saying you have a favorite child. These are, I mean, the Blessed Herbal Candles are, are my babies and yeah. they're the first run of them and they work so brilliantly well. 
And then these, the Aunt Jackie's Ultimates are just these powerful recipes that I've made. Um, and I made them and I, actually, it's funny that the recipes from Aunt Jackie's Ultimate, I made and I used for years without ever making them a product. Isn't that funny? Yeah, that's interesting. I kept them to myself for a long time and I made them for the people, uh, other people that I love. And I, cause I didn't want to make another product line except blessed herbal candles. And I'm not sure why I did that. Isn't that funny how we get in our own way? And then yeah. eventually I said, well, I guess I'll make them a, a product line. And then they became the Motor City Hoodoo because that's a part of uh, the, my personal journey and studying yeah. and being initiated in in that. So I, so we did that. And then now it's time for another level of evolution. And, and I didn't want to lose these guys. So, yeah. Well, I'm really excited about it. And thank you so much for showing up in the world in such a bright, bold way and sharing your work for joining me here often. Like this isn't our first rodeo together. Jackie has a podcast. Follow her on social media. Get with Coventry Creations. Get the book, The Big Book of Candle Magic and so many others. I mean, you have DIY Akashic, which was wonderful and mm -hmm. Coventry, Coventry Magic, Magic. Yeah. and the cards. Did I miss anything? We have several product lines, the Blessed Herbal Candles, the Affirmation Candles, which are great, Chakra Magic, and we have, so we have, um, and the World Magic, which is the ones you love. Uh, so we have, we have a lot to choose from, no matter what your problem or issue, we have a candle for that. Yeah. And, um, and Terry, thank you so much. It is such a gift to be here and, and on your show and spend any time with you, whether it's on the air or in person. I love wow. spending time with you, my friend. I love you and I wish you the utmost success in everything that you do. Thank you. And thank you for being a part of my world. Oh, thank you too. It's such a gift to be with you. Hey, this is your host, Terry Williams. Thanks for tuning in to The Art of Impeccable Soul Care, bridging ancient wisdom and modern teachings to raise your vibration and elevate your life. For more information or to work with me, visit soulpractices.com and subscribe to my tribe. You'll be the first to hear about upcoming guests and workshops, free resources, and so much more. Until next time, thanks again. Hi, I'm Liz Winter, and I have been a medium and a spiritual development teacher for over 30 years. On my podcast, All Aboard the Mediumship, I want to share the message with you that there is a wealth of love and comfort available to you from the spirit world. On my podcast, you can experience this comfort and peace for yourself through gentle guided meditations and helpful messages. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you never miss an episode. Part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network.